Welcome to How Have You Never Seen This? Today's film, The Great Escape. Trinkets falling. Trinkets of sorts. Well, we're we're doing a special edition today. This is a special Thanksgiving Day, twenty twenty two. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving. We just finished watching the Christmas parade, <laughs> the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Christmas parade. Mm-hmm. Not but, not impressed. Okay. Okay. I mean, as you get older, I think you realize more how much it is. It's, first of all, sponsored by a huge department store. And other than the marching bands, everything else is just advertising. Every float. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I don't, whatever. Okay. But we're, that's not why we're here today. That's not why we're here. We're here because... Josh, how have you never seen The Great Escape? I don't know. It's on my long list of classic films that I've just never gotten around to watching. Which, it, 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 I don't understand that because it's one of my favorite films Is ever. it? Yeah. Is it? It really is. I feel like you say that about a lot of things and then if I watch it and quote something, you have no idea. Well, I don't watch what I'm films for the ability to be able to quote them. I watch shows and films in the moment to enjoy it in the moment. I don't need to memorize lines. I'm not talking about memorizing lines. I well, just feel like you, you will do. not get references I'll make to a movie that you claim will is your one of your favorite this movies. This is a good theatrical release. <laughs> It's, uh, you uh, know, as movies go, it's a good theatrical release, you know? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. You sit there and you're like, oh, this is good. It's the kind of keeps you on the edge of your seat, so to speak. All right. So go ahead and tell me what you think The Great Escape is about. Okay. My experience with The Great Escape, while I've never seen it, I've never even really seen part of it other than like the first maybe two minutes uh, my exposure to it is really just when they superimposed Leonardo DiCaprio into it in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood in Steve McQueen's place. Oh, I see. So you know Steve McQueen's in it. Oh, I'm a huge Steve McQueen fan. Okay. Uh, I could tell you at least two or three films that Steve McQueen was in. Uh, no, I do like, I like Steve McQueen. I don't know how this, I think, all right, here's what I know, or what I think about this this movie. Well, the title tells you something. They're going to escape, and it's going to be great. All right, I'm 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 familiar with the story. It's a bunch of POWs locked up by the Nazis, and they come up with a plan to escape from the, what do they call that? A prison, prison camp? Prison camp? Pri- yeah. And I think it's an ensemble cast. Ensemble? Ensemble. Led by Steve McQueen. I'm. F- Who else it's, is in it's, it? Look, it's a movie. What year did it come out? It came out July 4th, 1963. Okay. So that's 
that's the kind of era like Cool Hand Luke wasn't too far from this time. I think uh, what's his name, George Kennedy. I feel like George Kennedy is going to show up in this in this movie. Okay. Uh, he was the one who played uh, what's his nose in Cool Hand Luke, the big guy. Oh, who comes yeah. around, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a big bully, and then he comes around, and he's, you know. Um, other than that, I don't know. I think it's a fairly long movie. Okay. Uh, there, are some, there are some World War II movies from back then that I don't really, that don't grab me. Mm-hmm. Like from the sixties, all the World War II. It just seems like, uh, like what? What did I watch? Uh, um, the Dirty Dozen. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I think Dirty Dozen is World War Two. I just it it wasn't gripping. I'm hoping the Great Escape will be better. <laughs> Are you breathing that way on purpose into the microphone? <laughs> No, I was trying to find the runtime, but it is 172 minutes. That's a long one. That's almost three hours. Here's other films that came out. Um, have you ever seen uh, the the Birds, Alfred Hitchcock? Yes, you did see that. I okay. have seen that. Yes, a few times. Uh, Fifty Five Days at Peking. Nope. All the way home. Nope. Um, the balcony. Who's in that? Shelley, nope. Shelley Winter versus Peter Fox. These are all good no. movies we should probably watch. Bye Bye Birdie. Uh, I'm, I think we watched that in like middle school. Dick Van Dyke and Margaret. Um, what else we may have seen? The Ceremony. Get get to the good ones. Come they fly with me. Fucking B movies from 1963. Yeah, this, the day Mars invaded Earth. Yes, love it. Next. <laughs> Um, The Great Escape. Um, I have not. Gun Believe fight. it or not. Oh, gunfight at Comanche Creek. Comanche? Yeah. No. The Hook. Oh, what's The Hook? Uh, Kirk Douglas and Nick Adams are in it. It's a musical. No. No, it's a war movie. Sorry. A war musical. <laughs> McClintock. That's a Western. Uh... McClintock. Is that a John Wayne Western? I think I've seen that one. It's a Western comedy. Well, no one funnier than John Wayne. We all know that. Oh, the original Pink Panther. I've I've seen the original Pink Panther maybe two dozen times. All right. So that's a movie you've seen. Yeah. So you've seen some movies since 1963. Toys in the Attic? Uh, I've heard the album... (laughs) <laughs> I don't believe I've seen some the of these, video version of I'm that. I'm telling you, some of these, uh, some of these movies, a ticklish affair. I actually know somebody who was in that movie. He do not. Yeah. Okay. Red buttons. Yeah. So probably not too many movies actually carried through time. No, I mean so the Pink well Panther. The, we we could do a we could do a whole thing on. All the Pink Panther movies, but I've seen them all. That's not 
It's just not interesting. Oh, this is interesting. The three this stooges go around the world in a daze. I've never seen any of the three stooges. You movies. haven't? No. Oh, they're so not. Uh, also, it doesn't really do it for me. Oh, here's a sci-fi movie. They saved Hitler's brain. What's the name of the movie? They saved Hitler's brain. All right. All right. Yeah, so not too many probably stood the test of time, I would say. The, the Great Escape will pleasantly surprise you okay that's my prediction i think that josh will like this movie really uh, that that gives me hope although you thought i was gonna like uh nightmare before christmas didn't you no i thought you were gonna like throw mama from the train i oh. did like throw my <laughs> Aaron! <laughs> Aaron! Aaron! uh okay that's good this is uh this is really thrown together. I like it. Okay, cool. Oh, I think um, I'd like to watch it with you, but I'm heading out on a hike. So, so I'm going to sit for 172 minutes and watch The Great Escape, and then we'll reconvene after. Okay. All right, folks. Thanks for listening. Gobble, gobble, gobble. That's the, by the time this gets out. <laughs> I'm putting it out tonight. That's my goal. Ciao. Hours ago, minutes ago, these men were behind barbed wire, locked in the strongest cage that man could devise. These men plotted. These men dared. These men lived. The Great Escape. This was the camp. These were the staggering odds. This is a new camp. It has been built to hold you and your men. It is organized to incorporate all we have learned of security measures. We have in effect put all our rotten eggs in one basket. And we intend to watch this basket carefully. Very wise. There will be no escapes from this camp. How many are you taking out? 250. 250? Yeah. You're crazy. You ought to be locked up. You too. 250 guys just walking down the road just like that. These were the men. Hiltz, the cooler king, who broke every rule as fast as the Germans made them. Hendley, the scrounger. He'd come up with a baby elephant if the men needed one. Where's your kit? This is it. The rest was confiscated in the last shakedown. The goons didn't appreciate some of my more personal items. Such as Bartlett, Big X, the prime mover behind this true, incredible story. He held their lives in the palm of his hand. Ramsey, the planner, ready to take the rap for every man in the camp. Danny, the tunnel king. He dug 16 escape tunnels in 16 different prisons. And the Germans still have him. Sedgwick, the manufacturer. He can make anything out of anything else. 
and make it work. These were the reckless, defiant men. These men plotted. These men dared. These men lived. The Great Escape. Hello and welcome back to The Great Escape. How have you missed this movie, Josh? It was good. You're right. I liked it. It's up there with like the, you know, Cool Hand Luke mm-hmm. type. You I liked like, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. It, um, there are a few things that I couldn't overlook. Yeah, right off the, right out of the gate. So right speak, out of the yeah, gate. You they, were like, they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're welcome to this camp by the Nazis. Now the Nazis, you know. I don't want to generalize here, well, but they were not known for their hospitality. But was it the Nazis really, or was it just the German army? Well, it was the Luftwaffe. So it was the German air force. Right. But it was the, the Luftwaffe was in charge of the camp. And I don't know if that was what they were notorious for was, uh, capturing POWs and then go. Yeah. It just, there was, the premise for the movie is insane. The fact that they weren't all just gunned down immediately. Well, they're POWs, first of all. So this was after Nuremberg trials? No, I don't think it was after Nuremberg trials since Nuremberg trials were after the war. Yeah, but this wasn't like during... They were wait... They All right, I get that they were trying to wait out the end of the war fine right but they were like yeah we're, we're keeping you prisoner uh we're gonna give you gardening tools you know certain amenities there's a gym uh it was a know, max security got, yeah prison. yeah it was not well that's what they when he first entered the gestapo whoever guy first introduces himself to the whole thing, well, I guess they did mention that, specifically not the Gestapo, because they said the Gestapo would have just killed them. Oh, right, from the Luft. But, like, Stalag. it's almost, like, I don't, I don't think I appreciate how they made it out to be sort of a game between mm. the, the, you know, the guards and the, the camp and the prisoners mm. at the camp. It was kind of made out to be, like, we're going to give you certain things, you better not try to escape, wink, wink. Right. And it, it, so it was pretty much everything up to them just going, we'll make a great escape. Here's a shovel. Yeah, so aside from that kind of Hogan heroes type relationship that they, the soldiers, the POWs, and not all Americans. I mean, there were people from Australia and so No, most of them were British. British, Englanders, yeah. right. Um, so, all right, let's go back to who was in it. All right. So... Which you knew... Charles Bronson. I, I somehow forgot Charles Bronson was in this movie. A young Charles Bronson. And he yeah. is, he's like panics whenever he has to go through the tunnel. Well, don't give the whole thing away. Well, come on. The movie just came out. I mean, give people a chance to go see it. All right. So Steve McQueen. You didn't even know James Garner until I said in the last. No, because honestly, the only James Garner movie I think I could I could even 
think that I have seen was uh, what was the name of it? It was him and Jack Lemon. What's yeah. the name of that movie? It was like in the nineties. It was like uh, yeah, James Garner and Jack Lemon. They're like presidential candidates. They're opposing presidential candidates, but then someone's trying to kill both of them. Mm-hmm. And the the hilarity ensues. But other than that, I couldn't. I mean, from nineteen that was nineteen ninety six, maybe. Oh, oh, the movie you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah. that was if that's my only exposure to James Garner, I'm not going to recognize him from nineteen sixty three. Right. So sorry. No, but there was like um, Richard Attenborough, who once I saw his picture. From today, I was like, "Oh, Jurassic Park." He's he's the um the doctor. Yeah. Hello, John. Right. He's the yeah. doctor from Jurassic Park, but he's been in so many things. Yeah, and I think in that Sam Rockwell movie, the Agatha Christie one that we just watched twice. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a guy who plays Richard Attenborough. I, oh, I'm right. pretty sure. I don't know, like I said, I only saw it twice, so. Richard Attenberg. And then, so there's some notable things about this movie. Um, the music, the score. I mean, yeah. it's a Bernstein, uh, Elmer it's Bernstein. The, most, I, yeah, but I think any movie from back then has just a, similar scoring to the thing. The whole movie scored, and it's... Did, did Steve McQueen do his own stunts in this movie? Because right, so he was kind of famous for... Doing that. That's why Steve McQueen's known as like, you know, the American badass, you know, the original. uh... Yeah. So um, a lot of it it was filmed in Germany. And then at the motorcycle chase scenes Mm -hmm. with the barbed wire, they were shot actually in Germany. Um, Well, they would have to be. Where else are you going to get all that barbed wire in one place? (laughs) Um, So they say he crashes into it before being recaptured. Um, but the barbed wire was simulated by strips of rubber tied around barbless wire, and the casting crew just constructed that in their spare time. Um, yeah, I mean, for for movie magic like that, I I think if you were to if you were to go to like a sixth grade class and go, hey, for the school play, we need you to come up with barbed wire that no one will get hurt crashing into. Mm-hmm. They'd come up with something. Yeah. You know, if you were to just snip rubber bands, it would look real enough from far away. So because of the insurance concerns, um, they prevented McQueen from performing the, the notable slide. motorcycle leap, which was done by his friend, um, Bud Ekins. Steve McKing. Ekins. <laughs> and he looks like McQueen from a distance. But later, John, so when Steve McQueen was on the late night show or the tonight show with Johnny Carson. Mm-hmm. McQueen told him it wasn't me, that was Bud Eakins. However, McQueen and Australian motocross champion Tim Gibbs both performed the stunt on camera for fun. And according to a second union director, the stunt in the final cut of the movie could have possibly have been of any of the three men because they filmed them all doing that jump. So other parts of the chase were done by McQueen playing both him the hilts in the movie and mm-hmm. also playing the soldiers that were chasing him because he was so skilled on that motorcycle. Yeah, that makes sense. 
So he played the guys chasing. <laughs> we gotta have the lead actor perform the stunts for our our C crew. <laughs> and it was a Triumph TR6 trophy um, motorcycle. Well, I you didn't let me get to that part. Okay, but that's I was gonna say it's a Triumph TR. Six. Yeah. yeah. It was painted to look German and it's currently on display at the Triumphs factory in England. It didn't look I I will be the first to tell you I know nothing about motorcycles or really the military, but you could kind of tell that that was not a German Right. But uh, you know, it yeah. wasn't a motorcycle the Nazis would have. It was a had. British motorcycle. It was just painted but yeah. Yeah, I get it. So the I like film the cars, was, though. The film was largely fictional. Um, Which was, is interesting because the first title card says this is a true story. Right. So while the characters are fictitious, they are based on real men, in most cases being composites of several people. The screenwriters significantly increased the involvement of American POWs. A few American officers in the camp initially helped dig the tunnels and worked on the early plans. But that's the thing I don't get. What? I don't care so much if they changed around the characters, use a little creative license to, you know, forge them into, you know, take three guys and attributes of three guys and put them into one character. Fine. The premise of the movie is what I'm most curious about. Because were they really that? It was a super low security. At that like time, had, it was... Considered... And just bring, you know, just bring a care package for yourself. He had a fucking baseball glove. And they're like, yeah, we'll give you all these gardening tools. Uh, now, we'll be watching you. Right. We'll be watching you. Right. Better just use them for gardening. And then they, they even mention, like, it's a soldier's duty to try and escape from his enemy. Right, <laughs> like, exactly. That's like... what. <laughs> This is what we're here. Like, as soon as we're caught, we're just trying to figure out how to escape. Yeah. So interesting notes. Um, the film admits the crucial role that Canadians played in building the tunnels and in the escape itself. Of the 1,800 or so POWs, 600 were involved in preparations. 150 of those were Canadian. I did like... There, there was only one mention of one of the Canadian guys. Yeah. And the... Tunnel King... The the accent that they gave him was just no, not Charles Bronson. No, no, it was some other guy. He's like, hey, what's that all about? He basically was like a South Park version of a Canadian. That's funny. What's that all about? You know. So they that they had dug three tunnels, Tom, Dick, and Harry. Yep. And then they shut down Tom and Dick, and Harry was the one that that they made it that out. They through. made, but they were twenty feet short. And it's true, like that actually happened. It was good. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was. Uh, I just don't. Ah, uh, the. It's it's rough because it's such a good movie, and that you know, for for something from the early sixties, there mm. there are plenty that fall short of being interesting. Right. It's just the. The very beginning when they're the <laughs> is it called the exposition? You like. It is just, it's, it's, it almost like wants to set you up for disappointment down the road. I'm sure in 1963, they were like, wow, this movie's got exactly what it needs to have. But watching it 50, what, 60 years later, you go, did they really need to like mention the whole 
We're giving you these gardening tools, but it would behoove you to only use them for gardening. Like it's there are too many things in the movie where right it's they, like wink wink. They, yeah. So um, it was nominated for Academy Award for film editing, nominated Golden Globe for Best Picture. It was a winner for Best Actor Steve McQueen from Moscow International Film Fest. But so they did make a Great Escape Two, the untold story. What else was there to tell? Well, a fictional made-for-television sequel, The Great Escape Two: The Untold Story, was released in 1988 with different actors, including Christopher Reeve in the leading role and directed by Judd Taylor, who played Second Lieutenant Goff in the 1963 film. The film is not a true sequel sequel as it dramatizes the escape itself just as the original film does although mostly during using real names of the individuals involved um, it depicts the search for the culprits responsible for the murder of the 50 allied officers Don which you would think if you're already into the movie for three hours book another 40 minutes and just get to the point and save us the sequel right have them go like right if it if there was a second Great Escape two, they made it out somehow, whether the camp was liberated or they just broke out, but avenge the fifty guys, and let's just move on to, you know, Cool Hand Luke or whatever. I'm glad you liked it, and yeah, you can check that one off your list, and I hope other people enjoy who haven't seen it. And um, at the at the moment, it is available on HBO Max for, for those, those who want to see Steve McQueen possibly jump the... So they didn't let him, but he did it anyway. Is that what you're saying? Do the big jump? Right. They didn't do it for the actual filming, but th they have video of him. They have film of him actually doing it. So they may or may not have used it. They can't say that they did legally i think at this point we probably could since guys no longer that was a alive. great hollywood story i yeah. bet like all right so just for the record everyone steve mcqueen will not be performing the jump stunt for this film now steve mr mcqueen you're over there the triumph motorcycle is right there all right now we've already set up all the lighting okay I'm just going to leave the camera rolling, okay? And I'm going to I'm going to look that way. But hey, Steve McQueen will not be performing this stunt officially. He will not be performing this stunt. I'm just going to just going to look over here. Just uh <laughs> it's a great stunt even if you Okay. Fast forward to that part. I don't know how I went down that path, but it was yeah. Yeah, there's a story there. And if you watch The Tonight Show. I won't. Okay. Yeah, I'm not going to go back and dig up one random episode of Steve McQueen on Johnny Carson. Was Johnny Car Did Johnny Carson host The Tonight Show in 1963? Yeah. Really? That far back? Huh. Have you ever seen The Devil's Brigade? Nope. All right. Maybe that's next on our list of World War II movies. Is George Kennedy in it? Um, No. William Holden, Cliff Robertson. Bet you he is. Bet you shows up. All right. Well, I'm glad you liked it. Yes, me too. Okay. I was out of steam. Bye.